Accused criminals have used some wild excuses to explain away their crimes. Perhaps the most controversial defence to this day is Dissociative Identity Disorder, DID, previously known as Multiple Personality Disorder. There is an enormous amount of suspicion surrounding Dissociative Identity Disorder. Psychiatrists believe the people who suffer from this condition splinter their personality to deal with a trauma, often childhood abuse. By this definition, someone with DID could conceivably commit a horrific crime and not even know it, because one of their multiples or alters did it instead. Skeptics believe criminals lie about having this disorder to avoid consequences, and it probably doesn't help that characters in movies like Fight Club, Identity and M. Night Shyamalan's film Split all have it. Still, some courts have accepted this plea, as three of these real-life cases show, but the other two prove that DID remains a highly contentious legal defence. So we're going to go five to one. Number five, Thomas Husky. Thomas Husky was known as Zoo Man among, among prostitutes in Tennessee because he used to work in an elephant barn at Knoxville Zoo. But this whimsical nickname turned sinister when Husky was charged with a string of murders. He confessed to killing four women and was accused of raping and robbing two more. Police also recovered jewelry they believed Husky had taken off his victims' bodies as souvenirs. Husky's attorneys, however, insisted that their client had not confessed, kept trophies, or done anything wrong. The perpetrator was Kyle, his alternate personality. The first jury to hear this case could not reach a consensus on murder and the prosecution eventually gave up those charges. But Husky was convicted of the rapes he committed before the murders and sentenced to 64 years in prison. Knoxville News Sentinel called his case one of the most expensive in state history. Number 4. Dwayne Wilson The case against Dwayne Wilson began on September 20, 2005 when his nephew Paris called the police. The boy explained that his uncle had stabbed him, his brother, his sister and his mother in their New Jersey home. Paris was the only survivor. When Wilson's hearing commenced four years later, his lawyers argued that one of the defendant's three personalities, Kiko, had actually committed the murders and that Wilson could not be held responsible for the crimes. But the judge rejected his argument and sentenced Wilson to 40 years in prison. Number 3. Billy Joe Harris When Billy Joe Harris was arrested in 2011, police called him one of the most wanted men in Texas. Other knew, others knew him as the Twilight Rapist for his early morning assaults on elderly and disabled women. His DNA linked him to multiple attacks and burglaries spanning two years and several counties. Harris insisted he was not a serial rapist, though rather it was one of his alters. According to Psychology Today, Dr. Colin Ross testified in court that he believed Harris had dis dissociative identity disorder with reservations. He said he questioned Harris' insanely high score on the screening tests for DID, which were administered by the defense attorney, not Ross, and had caught Harris in lies about his personal life. Clearly everyone else in the courtroom had suspicions too. Some jurors suppressed laughter when Harris became Bobby, another one of his alleged personalities on the stand. Or still, he was recorded in a phone call to his girlfriend bragging about putting on a good show in court. 
The judge tossed out Ross's testimony and the jury convicted Harris. He received a life sentence which he has tried to appeal but has so far had no success. Number two, Juanita Maxwell. Juanita Maxwell's legal problems began in 1979 when she was charged with beating a 73-year-old woman to death. The murder occurred at a hotel where Maxwell worked as a maid and where the woman in question, Anise Kelly, lived. But Maxwell insisted that she hadn't killed Kelly. Her brasher personality, Wanda Weston, had. Whereas Maxwell came off as quiet and prim, Weston was chatty and bragged about smoking weed. She had no problem admitting to on the witness stand that she had bludgeoned Kelly with a lamp because the woman refused to return a pen. Maxwell's transformation on the stand spooked onlookers to the end of court found her not guilty by reason of insanity. Maxwell was committed to a mental ward with the full support of her husband Sammy, yet in 1988, soon after she was released, she landed in jail for robbing two banks in St. Petersburg, Florida. By that point, she had seven personalities, but Wanda was still pinned as the culprit of the crimes. Number one, Billy Milligan. But to hear about Billy, you gotta wait until tomorrow and come back for episode two. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.